final week of our 21 days of uh, planning your bootcamp business out for 2017. Uh, so if you're not familiar, if you're just tuning in, uh, the last three or the third episode, the last two episodes, uh, we have been talking about reflecting on last year and planning ahead for this year so that you can have a really awesome year. So in the first episode, we went back and we reflected and on what lessons we learned from last year, what went well, what didn't go well. Uh, in today, uh, in last week's episode, we talked about what projects you'd like to focus on this year and we narrowed them down so that you don't have an overwhelming, because we've always got like a billion different things we want to do. We narrow them down so we've got just a few that we can focus on and do a really good job at. And so that brings us to today's episode, which is how do we take those projects and make them into like manageable bite-sized tasks cool yeah no sounds good i like this yeah good i am really good thank you Mm -hmm. um and we're we're actually going to do uh one live as we record this Um, i've got my paper paper ready to go um and probably just because uh with our businesses and everybody's business getting more clients to sessions that you already run so say you're already running uh, I run 10 boot camps a week. So I'm already there. I'm already running these. If I could have 20 more clients in each session, okay, mm-hmm. and I know you're the same, Kyle. So you're yeah. already there. You're not doing anything different. You're already planning it. You're already turning up. So to increase your client base by 20 people, that would be a huge income reward mm-hmm. um, for something that you're already doing. So um, uh, as a general, we, you, when you talk to people and things, they would always like more clients. So what, what we're going to do today is we're going to actually use that example and talk about uh, mind mapping it and things that we would actually do to, I don't know, achieve, achieve this goal. Yeah. Hmm. So we're going to pretend this is one of our five projects we selected. Uh, yeah. So one of the ways I recommend uh, breaking things down is, is mind mapping because your brain doesn't actually work linearly. I know we do a lot of things like in dot point fashion or, or to-do lists know, yeah, and things yeah. like that yeah but our brain actually doesn't that's kind of weird for our brain to work that way our brain moves in all different directions so mind mapping can be a really good way to just like get information out of your brain and then you can organize it because a to-do list still works best in step by step yep. so then you can organize it into uh you know like sub projects and things like that but to just get it out um mind mapping is great so what is my mapping? My mapping is those diagrams you see, and there's a picture in, if you go to pod, the podcast episode for today, uh, trainerstribe.com slash 23, you'll see some pictures of mind maps uh, that I did for another project. Uh, yeah, basically it's those things where you've got like, uh, it's like a spider's web kind of, where you've got one yeah, sort of thing in the middle, middle and, it, yeah. and then it like branches out to other things and it goes into sub branches and other things and yeah, maybe a tree. I'm using the word branch. Maybe a tree yeah. is better than a uh, spider web. If you're looking at a tree from above it. From above it, yeah. yeah. So you've got mm-hmm. the trunk in the middle, which is the idea. Yeah. And then the branches, the leaves, uh-huh. uh, the mind mapping taking place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But if that, that sort of makes sense by talking about it. Yeah. But as I said, go look at the diagram. Probably sounds a little bit better. So there's a few different ways you can do this. I really like just having a piece of paper, uh, getting like a big A3 size piece of paper. I've only got an A4 today, I don't have any A3. Um, you can also use FreeMind, which is a free 
piece of software you can download uh, that that's just a really basic mind mapping software but it does the trick if you would rather do it on your computer or there's um, a bunch of different apps on both the Apple Store and the, and Google uh, which you can use for doing this as well if you prefer to like do it on a tablet and so you can have sort of that combination of touching um, but without pens and papers and you, and I suppose if you do it on a tablet a phone a computer you can save it as well and you, you're yeah, not going to yeah. lose a piece of paper yeah. so but some people still like piece of paper like I like writing all my show notes out in a little book that I carry around it's really it's falling book, apart book here and, that the cut yeah it's, <laughs> it's holding on for it's, dear life yeah I've had it for over <laughs> a year now and I love it it's got everything in it but yeah, it's not very neat. Whereas Kyle likes to do his on his iPad, and it's all sorted in Dropbox. So everyone's different, is what we're trying to say. Uh huh. Um. So you are going to have to use your imaginations, and we're going back to the old days of the wireless, of listening to the wireless and imagining what I'm doing, because you can't actually see what I'm doing here. So what we our thing is. 20 more clients or 20 clients per class? Well, it could, could be either. So let's, um, do, let's do 20 per class. Okay, 20 per class. Because that's like regularly. So our, our project is uh, increase class size. To 20 per class. Yep. Which, you know, you, yeah. you can do, you know. So I've written that in the middle of my piece of paper and I've drawn it an nice, oval around it. Yep. It does look really good. So now, now we're going to think about all of the ways, just like basic sort of ways, like things that we know we need to do to do this. So like first thing that comes to mind is like marketing. Marketing, 100%. Like that. And that's... So I'll do a branch Yep. and I'll do that to marketing. Marketing, all right. And then, so you need to think about what marketing avenues you use and well let's do more at this okay level. we'll do the main so, branches all so right so what what else do you think uh i would talk about i would ring or message all old clients okay so like follow-ups yep follow-ups um just touch base with people people like uh people love hearing from you some don't and you won't hear back from them but that's uh-huh. okay yeah that's it's always going to happen um what else would you say there, Carl? Well, we know marketing's going to like have a lot. Marketing's <laughs> huge. Uh, I would. I, I mean, that could kind of be under that, but I'd have like newsletters on there. Yeah, newsletters. I'd have uh, having amazing new, new games and content, so um, that every session is different. Okay. So um, like... Because if you're going to have that, the clients that you already have, you'll be just wowing the pants off them, and awesome word sessions. of mouth is. You know, that is by far the best bit of marketing, you know. So, just a wow factor uh, in what you're delivering. Okay, yeah. All right. So, I've got awesome sessions. Yeah, um, I, I think that's... Actually, what I liked better for that is to call that wow factor. Yeah, wow factor. And, I, and, I, and that does come down to the actual content and the way that you run your session. So, the way you plan it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know we've done a lot in planning the perfect episode i can't remember off the top of my head what episode number that was but if you go to that it really tells you how to structure your lesson so you're getting the most out of it um and then also if you want ideas of wow factors in episode five and episode 10 we give away uh six of our best dice games and six of our best card games Mm -hmm. so by using those we actually know they work amazing um you can make really good combinations with those. So mm-hmm. there's just a little bit um, on the wow factor. Mm-hmm. Anything else 
you reckon we need to add to that? I, I think they're all really good. I think marketing's obviously the, the big one for me. And I like that. So we've got four. So right now I've got four branches coming up for our project. Marketing, uh, newsletters, wow factor, and follow-ups. Follow um, yep. I like that. I think, so, uh, yeah, I think that's good. So then what we're going to do, yeah, on each one we're going to like delve down. So for wow factor, because we're talking about that. Yep. So off wow factor, I put down awesome sessions which you can then break awesome sessions down even more to, um, yeah, it might be like signing up for a newsletter yeah, you or might, member's own or yeah, bootcraft. Yeah, member's own bootcraft, anything like that. If that's an area that you find hard or you find that you're taking a lot of time researching new workouts or constantly looking for them, that is wasted time that you could be using somewhere else. So by using avenues that are already there, uh, focus on the things you do well. So yeah, that's definitely one I'd be looking at. Yeah, uh, planning sessions in advance, maybe not planning your sessions at the moment. Um, and then maybe like another thing is uh, add, maybe you don't do any games at the moment, so add game games, session yeah. and, and once per week. And that's that would be the biggest advice. And I know if you've listened to us talk uh, for last year, that adding games, making things fun, adding play into your sessions is just something that is a like 100% must. So um, go back and, yeah, as I said, listen to planning the perfect session. Um, I think it was very early on. It might be like episode three. Um, I know it's been one of the most popular topics that we've done, Kyle. So yeah, um, yeah uh, go back and listen to that or just as a refresher as well because that's how you get that wow factor. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really good for that. Yeah, so you could keep breaking that down um, and then you'd go over to another one. So if we went over to marketing, uh, so maybe you've been hearing a lot about this like Facebook thing. You're like, okay, so I want to do Facebook, but I don't know anything about it. So then below Facebook, we'd have more tasks in there, which is like... Um, find it. It might f- be like find... Do a course like, on Facebook course, ads or, or or get someone to manage them. Yeah, research yep. like a good a good person who you can hire. Uh, Like, if you're ever paying someone for advertising, they should be making you more money than they're costing you. Correct. So, it's always a good place early on to put your money because you should see a return on your investment directly from that. And a lot of people will... uh, if They will say, look, if we're not making you any money, then, like, I've had someone say, don't, look, look, I'm going to do that again and don't worry about paying me until we get it right. Yeah. But a lot of time, that's their job, you know, like, it'd be like people coming to us and putting on weight without training, yeah. you know, like, that's their job, yeah. you know, so that's why I wouldn't even bother doing a course, I remember at the start, I tried to do all my own Facebook ads, uh-huh. and I was just paying old Zuckerberg <laughs> a lot of money, because I didn't know what I was doing, and for anyone that hasn't done Facebook ads, they are intense, and, right? And it changes a lot. So better to pay someone whose job it is to stay up to date with that than trying to stay up to date. 100%. Like, I learned it all and then it all changed. Yep. And, and I was like, great. What a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, and then <laughs> you have to do that again. Uh-huh. So again, like, if you can't plan good workouts or you struggle with that, get on Members Zone, get on Bootcraft. If you, Facebook ads or any sort of advertising like that, mm-hmm. get somebody else to do that. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes, it's an investment, but it'll be a really positive investment yep. for getting those 20 people to every session. Mm-hmm. What else we got on marketing? So a lot of lists off Facebook there. Um, other things on marketing. And before you really 
uh, invest in marketing, I think you need to sort of do a bit of research about what works best in your area that you're running your session. So um, for example, if you're in a small community and things like that, uh, a lot of time letter drops and uh, leaflets or running little promotions in newsletters work really well. Um, or if you're in big cities like Kyle myself are in Melbourne, um, letter drops and stuff just don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook ads aren't bad, uh, but then you might have to go down the avenue of uh, getting really good SEO, Google rankings, and things like that. So I wouldn't uh, just jump into one. I would have a couple of different strands off of speaking to other trainers in the area, doing a little bit of research, and finding out what works for them before you invest your money in your marketing, right? Because you don't want to be doing Facebook ads, Google rankings, letter drops, newsletters. You don't want to be doing it all because some of them may not work. So you need to find the area that gives you the best value for money and gets you the most clients and just put all the allocated money for marketing to that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's really important. Don't, don't just jump into that and that would be a strand off marketing to do the research before yeah. you either hired someone or you invested money in flyers or graphic design or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that'd be my biggest advice with that. That's good advice. Mm. Um. Yeah, so I think people get the idea with that and just keep breaking them down until you, until you get to an individual task, which would look something like, um, do this in in that way. So, um, so yeah, research Facebook um, marketers um, via Fiverr. No, not Fiverr. <laughs> nah, probably wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, you'd probably uh, want to... You say via the internet or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so that's a task. So the task itself is researching. Then you'd have another task, which is like reach out to two researchers and get quotes. Yep. Okay, that'd be another task. Um, so yeah, really breaking them down in your mind map into those things. And then take this um, and repeat it with your other projects. You don't have to repeat the other projects right now if you don't. If you just really want to get going on this one. But if you plan on working on the other projects soon, I would go through this process again. It's just really useful, again, like I said, for like getting this stuff out of being an idea into some actual actionable steps. And you're going to need it for the next part. Yeah, and actually, by doing your mind map, you can do a little tick or cross things off as you go. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like a to-do list, you know. As that list gets smaller, you feel better. Uh-huh. You know, you feel that there's progress. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you don't have this done, then you're making these little steps, but you feel like you're getting nowhere. Yeah. So that visual cue... That, yeah, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that. Oh, yeah. This is going well. I think it's really important. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And um, I mean, the one we picked, it, it's kind of big. Yeah, uh, it is. But you could, you could certainly do, for smaller projects, you won't need as much time or they won't break. It'll break down quite quickly. Yeah. Uh, if one of your things is, one of your projects for the year is um, increasing your prices, then the actual tasks of that are quite simple, you know, like letting your clients know. Uh, like by email and then uh, updating your website and like things like that. So it's actually, it's a much smaller project. Um, So. And I I suppose some of the, some of the other notes I had on that is that you don't need to do all the tasks yourself. So like we just mentioned then, if you need to get somebody in to help you with your marketing or you need someone to help you with your workouts or um, anything like that, don't be afraid to share the load. All right. Do you need do you need to do everything? Are you the best at everything? These are things that you need to sort of evaluate and that's one big thing I did last year and I figured out no, I'm not the best at so many different things. 
So now I get other people to do those or I've got other people in. Um, and do you need to be running every session or could you be getting another trainer in to shadow you and help you and, and would that allow you to go and maybe get a corporate gig or go and run more sessions at a local primary school or for a sports team or things like this by getting somebody else in, sharing the load, will that allow you to do something else? All right. Um, and working to your strengths. I think that's a big thing. Do the things you do well. Okay, get somebody else in to do the others and, and that will help these projects be completed quicker um, and they won't be as overwhelming, right? Whereas if you're trying to do it all by yourself, you normally put off the things that you don't enjoy or you're not really good at and it really affects the flow and the time frame of actually achieving, for example, getting 20 clients to every boot camp session. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and then outsourcing that brings other things, which is, you then need to manage the people and yep. that takes time and tasks. So you'll end up with a whole bunch of tasks, either from breaking down or even with breaking down because some of your tasks will be hiring people and maybe hiring people and things like that. Uh, so then that can, now we've made the project smaller, but in some ways we've made it bigger because <laughs> now you've got a whole bunch of tasks you need to complete. So that can seem overwhelming too. So here's how to do that. Um, uh, not just overwhelming yeah, which can lead to like procrastinating and that's what the email attached to this is all about. Uh, and the other thing I've noticed is people often have a fear of success. So they actually sabotage themselves a lot. Um, cause you know, often what we think is, yeah, what, what if I do this thing, this project I've been wanting to do and it actually goes really well. Like that's almost more scarier than it failing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause it's like, what are, what's going to be on the other end of that? What, uh, is that going to require more time for me? Is that going to change my life from the way I know it is at the moment? Um, what if it makes, you know, maybe I'm not happy with my life at the moment, but if I change it and what if it gets worse? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of the thing. Uh, but the, the thing you could remind yourself, what if it gets better? Um, so let's just like make things really simple. And this I got from, there's a book called Get Stuff Done. Pretty sure it's called GSD. Uh, it's a very, very popular book. Or maybe it's Get Things Done. One of those. Uh, and uh, another guy, Leo Babauta, who writes on Zen Habits, they both advocate the use of a MIT, which is an acronym that stands for Most Important Task. So what you want to do is a start of your day, or actually the day before, write down, yeah, either make this part of your morning ritual or your evening ritual, write down what is going to be your most important task for the day. So what's the one thing off your list that needs to get done? Now, most important tasks shouldn't be busy work. It shouldn't be cleaning the house. Um, shouldn't be even training your clients. Like that's the stuff that's going to happen anyway. Most important task is going to be that big juicy task that's going to accelerate you forwards, which it doesn't mean it's going to be a two hour long task. It could be a five minute email that you've been putting off writing that you need to write. Um, So you can pretty much take these from your mind map, um, your one task and put them, schedule that for the next day and you can cross it off your mind map. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Another, another book that uh, I've, just read what not read i uh buy audio books and mm-hmm. i listen to them in the car it's called essentialism um oh, yeah. and basically uh it's how to figure out what is essential and mm-hmm. what tasks 
really need to do, whereas things that are not essential, but they take up your time. So um, I think it sounds very similar yeah. to the yeah, book. Yeah. You know, and it really makes things clearer when they, they sort of really make it basic. Um, so instead of being flustered, having a million things to do, find out, and, and this is a really good rule, find out what the, the 20% is that you do really well and the 80% that isn't mm-hmm. and really focusing on that. Mm-hmm. And that's again like figuring out what's the most important thing to do for the day because I guarantee a lot of the things that you think are important probably aren't. Yeah. So yeah, if you wanted to listen or read a couple of books, I'd really recommend those. I know it helped me last year with trying to declutter things that I thought important that uh, actually weren't. Cool. Yeah. Good. yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. Um, yeah. So yeah, and to try and do that that task first thing in the day. Um, so the first opportunity you get, so try, try and prioritize it as the number one thing. And then once you've done that, you can call the day a success. Um, and that is a really good thing to keep coming back to um, during your day. Uh, or alternatively, if you have kind of a funny schedule where um, you don't have time, maybe the, maybe the t- most important task of the day does take an hour. Uh, the other thing I recommend is, which we talk about, people should go back and listen to our podcast on time. I talk about it's a 20 minute bursts. So if you've only got 20 minutes here and 20 minutes there, uh, what you want to do is have written down what you're going to get done in that 20 minutes, which might be only part of a one hour long. It's like going to do the first third. So maybe you need to, maybe you're following up the clients and you're going to call them all. So it might just be call five clients. You've got 20 minutes, call five clients. And then you've got a 20 minute gap later in the afternoon and call another five clients. Then you've got a 20 minute gap a bit later in the afternoon, call five more clients. There you go, call 15 clients. Seems like a big thing in one go, but to do three lots of five in a day is not a not lot. that much, is it? Yeah. Okay, so that uh, wraps up this week. Come... So that's that's episode number eight for time. Time? Oh, yeah. thanks. Um, come share with us what your, after you've done this exercise, come share with us what your five most important tasks for this week are going to be. Cool. Uh, or the week coming up. So, and then, yeah, we'll share ours as well. And uh, that'll be sort of a fun way to uh, get feedback. And just again, guys, holding accountability. Like, it's so easy for you to just listen to this stuff we're sharing right now. But you're only really going to get the benefit out of it if you take the time and do the exercises. And we've kept them short. Like, each week one, week two, week three, each of these are like 20 to 30 minute exercises. If you're spending longer on that, you're spending too much time on them, uh, you should be able to get them nodded out pretty quickly. Yep. Cool. Alrighty. Okay, we'll be back with one more episode, which is wrapping up uh, this week, uh, this 21 days of uh, planning your boot camp for 2017. And uh, we'll speak to you guys then. See you then, guys.